This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and welcome to Anatomy of Us. I'm your host, Melanie Studley. What's up, guys? My name is Seth Studley. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and welcome to today's show. Oh, this is my nightmare. <laughs> now you know what my nightmare is. It's this. No, this is enhancing your life with fun and exuberance is what it is. So, you guys, welcome back. Hello. Thank you. We are halfway over COVID, and come to find out, all the cousins have it now. So... The gift that keep on giving uh, for 2022, but COVID ain't getting me down. I just had one of my mastermind guys say a really powerful prayer over COVID and I love it. He's uh, super great with words. He's the editor guy. Oh, cool. You know, yeah. So he kind of lifted us up and uh, we're getting over that, but I am ready to go and ready to record. We got some new studio stuff going on. We're super excited about it and a couple new things. As you guys know, I'm doing the Badass Husband Mastermind. Get your man in there, ladies. If you haven't already, email me, hello at anatomymarriage.com to get more information about that. And you want to say a little word about what you got going on for the ladies? I'm not sure. If I sound different, it's because Seth bought a bunch of equipment and didn't consult with me. Oh, no, you sound um, great, love. You sound no. wonderful. No, no, no. <clears throat> so tell us about what you're going, what you got going on in the works with the women stuff, Mel. Last time I talked about a calendar club, I was changing that. I'm changing it already. Okay, what is it? Now, it is women's group coaching <sighs> Love with it. me and Brooke. It's going to be beyond exciting and phenomenal and amazing. And I just was off. I just got off of a client call only moments ago yeah. where I was talking to one of my clients, a lady, and she was like, I don't know what it is, but she's like, I've been to therapy a bunch. And she's like, I learned more about myself with you in one hour than like months of therapy. And I, think I thought you, that was pretty rad. Well, that's not the first client that said that before, No, which is awesome. So women's group coaching, those ladies are going to feel like is that playing like outside? Where is that playing? Why it's do I your, feel like it headphones. sounds like it's in the world? I know that because was it's a, new high quality equipment and I'm loving it. Funny. But that is not the first time a coaching client has said, I've been in therapy for a thousand millennia and one <laughs> second talking to you, my life has changed. And that's one thing that I wanted to talk about today that you talked about with uh, one of our coaching clients this morning. Mm -hmm. Different client. We, well... I'll say we, I think Melanie more at times than I have, but I'm working on it. Say it like it is. We're saying what you mean. You mean in what you say. You understand what I'm saying? That's right. So I wanted to talk about that premise. You're reading Jordan B. Peterson right now, The 12 Rules of Life. And I'm rereading that. And I know that he talks a lot about this. Like mm -hmm. what's, what's the one chapter? I just listened to it like two days ago. Um, uh, tell the truth. No, uh, don't lie, but tell the truth. Or something like that. It's like, tell the truth always and don't lie if you have to. Or tell something. the truth and if you can't, don't lie or something like that. Right. So tell us about, I mean, because you brought that topic up with our coaching client this morning. Just, we didn't talk about it, but out of the blue, but I immediately knew what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. So tell me a little bit about that, the conver not the conversation with the coaching client. That's private, of course, but some of the premise about it and how we can incorporate that into our lives and how the listeners can too. Mm -hmm. Well, let me back up and say, for starters, this month, January, January, uh, I forgot to communicate to anyone 
yeah. that this month is all about extreme ownership. I hate how crooked we are in this camera angle, but whatever. Um, this month is all about extreme ownership. Mm-hmm. And um, I, and I'm reading Jordan Peterson's book, The 12 Rules for Life. And can't nobody tell me nothing now because it is, it is like listening to how I have processed most of life finally being reflected back and like, uh, what's the word being acknowledged? Like that's actually not bad. It's helpful and good. You feel validated. I feel validated. Yeah. That's the word. Um, excuse me, COVID voice, but it is amazing to listen to his work. And like a lot of it feels like weird meandering that just like goes all over and it's all connected. And then I'm like, parts of it where I'm like, what the F are you even talking about? Well, and what's funny is I'm like, that's me. (laughs) That's me. Like when we talk and have conversations, I'm like, Mm -hmm. that's exactly what I do. It turned into like 500 different things. And then, then all of a sudden it's about the garden of Eden and it's biblical. And all of a sudden it's about like, you know, Sparta and some other stuff. And it really is like, that is how I think and see. Can I say something? The world. Yes. So when I listen to the book that you make fun of me for, which one? Um, for our work week? No, no. <laughs> you, you haven't no, even read the, that one. Not that you make fun of me for not reading it. Yes, I have read it. Uh, the, the, um, uh, can nobody tell me nothing? Oh my gosh. That's what actually is in that my head. No, the, the book, the, um, like manif- manifesting. Oh gosh. What's the name of that one? Why can't I think of it? Um, it's the Abraham oh, Hicks. It's the law of attraction. The law of so attraction. When I read that, and I've read it twice. Twast. I've read it twice. I've read it twice. When I, that, that book, I go into a literal like trance and it's like every golden thread is connected. And I'm like, this is my life. This makes so much sense to me. I'm putting it all together. It's like I have a Zen moment and I'm 30,000 feet in the air and I'm not here <laughs> and I know everything. That is the, it's is that the how you weirdest feel? book. Well, kind of. Yeah, it is. I mean, how not I about feel. that book, yeah, but yeah, about yeah. Jordan Peterson. About Jordan Peterson. Yes. Right. And so what I love about his writing, and here's the funny thing. I'll just be transparent. Look, your microphone stand is blocking your face a thousand percent. If you're watching this on YouTube, forgive us for how terrible these stands look. Okay. This is bullshit about how negative you have brought all this stuff into it. No. You're going to listen to me. It's bullshit. This is like super awesome equipment and it's good and it's stepping up our game. So F you, if you think that this was a bad choice and you're going to say didn't. anything de- bad like about it. I don't like this stand. You'll get used to it. No, I won't. We'll yes, get, you will. We're going to get different ones. So don't say anything more about it. That's my uh, truth. Raise your hand if you think I'm going to get used to these stands or we're getting different ones. Okay, you can get a different one. That's fine. However, you're not going to say anything more negative it about it. It has nothing to do with you. You are not going to say anything more negative about it. You can't stop me. Can't nobody I'll tell wa- me. I'll walk off the nothing. set. Nothing. Uh, what were we saying, though? You understand what I'm saying? Sure. It's not I, bringing a good energy. I don't like the stands and it's in your face. Energy, schmenergy. Uh, but what were we saying, like, for real? We were talking we were talking about the Jordan Peterson book, and you had, like, a, a big idea and how it's super related to what you think and feel. Oh, I don't even know. I got really off track. Um, but basically, it's like most of us are lying to ourselves all of the time mm-hmm. and not really fully talking about anything truthfully. Oh, and this is month is extreme ownership, right? January. And wanting to be more like, uh, what's the word? Uh, not authentic, but like real. More Effing real. <clears throat> finally be real. Finally be real. F stands for finally. Finally real. <laughs> I'm finally real. Okay. Um, and I honestly don't remember what I was saying. You no, know. keep on going. You're talking about 
how extreme ownership and reading this book about how we are like making shit up sometimes and lying to ourselves and mm-hmm. then trying to cajole. Cajole. Oh. Cajole. <laughs> That's how it's spelled. It looks like. <laughs> What's so funny about that? Because it sounds like cojones. <laughs> how to cajole our partner into thinking that. And it's like breaking free. Now, let's talk about. So growing up, this is basically <laughs> my life and my friend's life. It's like, sure, we can lie to ourselves. Your friend? The, who's your friend? Toby, Anyone? Devin, Matt, Just anybody grew I grew up, up in the South okay. with, right? So we kind of, we know what we want, but I just saw this two minutes before this. It's like, do you really, really, really believe what you believe? And do you really, really, really want that? Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah, keep on. And uh, don't, don't forget your, yeah, your yeah, yeah. thing. Um, and how basically everybody does this, but I think that we're onto maybe a new plane of relationship, you and I, mm-hmm. not only with ourselves, but one another mm-hmm. and just saying stuff and being real for once ever in our life. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. And just like I told the, our coaching clients this, this morning, it's like any growth comes in the discomfort, mm-hmm. anything, any growth, any forward movement comes when you're like, is this right? Oh, this is so stodgy or I just think of a caterpillar. This can't be right. <laughs> My wings. I'm supposed to have wings when I'm stuck. <laughs> She's going, oh. <laughs> why can't I fly? <laughs> right. So, um, and I, I, I don't know like where to even begin that, but I think one of it was me calling you out for like, stop, stop being so damn negative about our microphones who are super expensive, but we can afford to get them and we have them. So it's a blessing. So, Get out of here with that negative behavior. I don't want it around. <laughs> if you want it, you can go over there. You see what I'm saying? What are you doing here? That's what that reminds me of. What are you Ooh, doing? Are you doing here? Take yeah. the five and go to the 405 <laughs> and then get back on the 505. Where you belong. <laughs> oh, the boy. Californians. Right. Uh, no, okay. I think that's great. And I know what I was going to say. It's totally not relevant, but whatever. Um, <clears throat> I was following Jordan Peterson on Instagram and was like, I love what he says, but he really annoys me sometimes and mm-hmm. then i was like kind of hesitating to get his book but that i love his book and now a lot of people don't like him i'm know? sure i'm sure they don't he is very abrasive i think but the more i i watch him and the more i see his stuff the more i like it but, right oh is that what you were gonna say <laughs> yeah i was just gonna say that it's funny because i would like see him and he just like was so irritating sometimes as i think mostly when right. he's arguing with someone who's like really trying to prove him wrong he gets really whiny sounding yeah and his well, like hyper canadian montreal like montreal. His, it's uh, the progress of the okay so, it's a so lot. let's continue down this this vein of of right. speaking and this reminds me i think we did a show maybe it was the last one i don't remember or maybe it was like one or two shows back and you've said things like this to me about your personality that have really surprised me and what surprised me in a way of like, oh, wow, that's weird. Or like, yeah, I kind of knew you were that. That's what you can do when you have a mic stand. You can pour your water. You can like, distract your husband. Oh, my gosh. And pour your water. ASMR. Anyway. <clears throat> no. Uh, <laughs> stop. I'm losing my mind here. So you said I told you something about my personality and it was something. About how you have. Oh, wh- okay. One of the things was. How, when you were younger, you really, really manipulated your 
femininity and your female sexual energy to really get what you wanted. Mm-hmm. Right. And that was interesting to me. I think number one was like, what? You're aware of that? And then number two, like, oh, you did that on purpose. Right. So to me, that's like, and I'm being honest, it's almost like a, well, that's really nefarious, 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 like nefarious. What? That's, that's, that's messed up. That's really manipulative. Right. And then, but that was you a long time ago. So whatever. Um, but then you said something in like two podcasts ago and you're really being really transparent. It's fine. And you said that, you know, that you can beat me in an argument because I just am like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's a weird position to be in a guy, but you do that on purpose right? Like sometimes you have done that on purpose Mm -hmm. and that I don't like because that is, that's sneaky, manipulative, and that's just not right. That's not like very high integrity. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, oh, I can, I can be, I can beat you in arm wrestling. That's almost like, well, I can pin you down and like make out with you kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) No, really, because I can, I'm stronger than you. Right. (laughs) But, but I don't obviously. Uh, And that's why we never make out. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm just kidding on that. But this whole idea of getting into a deeper level of conversation and almost being like, because I've been very reserved, like in fear of what you would think about me just mm-hmm. because of our past and stuff like that. I'm like, well, last time I got a black guy, so I'm mm-hmm. not going back there again. And, and it's not things like that, but it's more of a, a reserved kind of thing. And it, it is a muted form of living for me. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so I'm excited to be like, I don't care anymore, but actually I care so much that I'm willing to be uncomfortable and do this work. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Why are you smirking? It's funny because it's like, uh, you say muted style of living. I want to con- contextualize that. Seth grew up in the deep South. Do you, <laughs> when I say muted style of living, you think, oh yeah, Seth, when you're running around with no clothes on and like, Hooping and hollering. That's very muted, you no, drama queen. That's not well, you are a drama queen, but when you run from the cold dip into the house in twenty degree weather, butt naked. Yeah, that's really muted, Seth. Oh, so sorry for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're actually exemplifying what I was gonna say, which is really funny. Really? Oh great. There's, Damn it. There's almost this like um and I see this in one of our good friends. I think you'll know who I'm talking about. But there's a good friend of ours who is similar to you, raised in the Brooke same. Roselle. No, no, but it could be. But uh, there's this like it's almost like developmentally. I don't know what the word would be. Like, uh, uh, what's it called? What's it called? People that take apart their religion. They say they, it all the time. Uh, deconstruct. Deconstruct. Mm-hmm. So it's like a almost like a, a sociological deconstruction of your societal norms, and now you're like a middle schooler. I'm a middle schooler. <laughs> yeah. Like how so? You're like. I, I can swear now. So you're not going to talk about these damn microphones. You're going to stop that right now. Like you're, you went from like shy nine-year-old to 13-year-old. I'm oh, going like, to bully you. Like, like, a, like a self-righteous kind of thing. Yeah, Self, like like an indignant kind of like, what? I can do this now. I figured out it. You should know it too. And I'm figured not out it. Yeah. Did I say that actually? I, I figured out it. I figured out it. Uh, yeah. And that is what it makes me think of is it's like, mm-hmm. there's this almost like an extreme swing, but it's, it's, it's funny. Right. Cause it's funny, but it's also very predictable and it's funny cause it's predictable. So you can't tell me what to do. Okay. I found my voice. Uh, well, okay, yeah, that's that's uh, no, and I'm not saying, yeah, I found my voice. I had a and muted I, life. <clears throat> no, I'm not. I have been 
very okay here's the thing i this may sound weird but i think that i was much more of my seth shaped space um before we met before we met and then probably two three three years into our marriage and then when all the shit hit the fan i drew back what if your seth shaped space was kind of a dick but it wasn't what if it was and you weren't aware of it it could be it It was not all of it just part of it right so that the dick shaped space (laughs) brooke that one was for you (laughs) it's a really big space up most of the space. Yeah, it's like it's a pinky. I had a like a pinky left of. I don't know. We're Seth. <laughs> Air five. That was Air a good five, one. right. So, so what are you saying? So, okay, let uh, me bring it all back around. Yes, Jordan Peterson. I'm listening to his book or reading his book, and this month is about extreme ownership, Jocko Willink style, Leif Babin style, Jordan Leif Peterson Babin. style, where right. you actually de- de- diaper, dive deeper into uh, how you tick as a person. And like you even said earlier, like you said in an episode that you would manipulate your femininity to get your way. That's nefarious. That's weird. I'm like, how is it any different? Sneaky. It's not sneaky. It's adaptive. It's what animals in nature do, which you quote all the time. It's just like Mm. nature. What the hell do you think bright feathers are for? Nature. What is a peacock flicking his feathers around for? Typically, it's the men who are. Right. Cocky, by the way, but like birds of paradise, those are beautiful. <clears throat> those are flowers. <laughs> no, they're not. The birds of paradise is a flower. A bird of paradise. You know the David Attenborough <laughs> show when all the the the, the birds we are, are like both flapping right and all and that wrong. stuff. It's okay, right? Um, but what I'm getting at with that is that it's no, it's actually no different at all mm-hmm. from being like I know that in Washington, very few people hear a southern accent, and if I go in here and lay it on thick, I get what I want. Ah, that's. Is that nefarious? It's identical. Could be. Sure. Or it's neutral. Or it's just what people do to get what they want. Okay. Right? I could call someone right now and say, Ooh, I really, I want to, let's say I want to um, work on a different job. You mm. know what I could do? What? Call Matt Carter, kiss his ass for a little bit, and get a different job. That's right. how people do everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not nefarious. It's human nature. Human nature. Yes. And when we learn that we do it and not fight that we do it and mm-hmm. not judge that we do it, we can change how we and don't pretend that you don't do it. Yes. That's, I think probably the biggest thing. I apologize for the deep echo you're hearing in our vast garage. We took our things down and now it's echoey. I don't even notice. I do. I'm a sound design audio engineer. So I would notice these things. Not you. Me, 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 me. <laughs> 13 year old. <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. So no, I, I like that you bring that up, except I'm not 13. I'm a million years older than 13. However, you're, you're a million and 13. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's I'm funny. Seven digits old. Yes. So what you like that I brought it up, but I, you're not. I like that you brought it up, but clearly it's not. I'm like throwing it onto you. It's something that I'm doing for myself. You're doing what for yourself? Uh, like speaking that actual real truth around that, like not bullshitting myself, and in turn not bullshitting you, and being afraid of if I'm gonna ruffle your feathers or make you. I don't mm-hmm. know, upset or there's a conflict right. or whatnot, but I'm not going to be a, don't hear this and go, Oh, find your voice and then be a, a huge jerk about it. Right. I'm not going to be that. Right. But I will just be different in that. Like I, I am also realizing some things about myself 
in reading that book, in, uh, The 12 Rules for Life. Again, he came out with another one. I think 12 more rules or eight more rules or mm-hmm. something like that. I don't know if you've seen that or not. Mm-mm. You'd probably like it too. Um, but how can couples do that? Like actually speak their truth and say, oh, okay, so this this is a um, scratch that question, rhetorical question. But this is something that came up when we were doing a client session this morning. I was thinking, oh, there are things that you want me to do that I don't like doing. Mm-hmm. And there are things that I want to do that you don't necessarily like doing, mm-hmm. right? We don't make each other do them. Mm-hmm. However, if we do those things, if I do those things, like let the dog out, take the trash out, play with the kids, all this stuff that, I mean, I like playing with the kids. It's, let the that's kids fine. out. <laughs> let the kids out and take them out every once in a while. Uh, do these things for you. Then that overall, and this is like, I'm channeling my inner Peterson. He's like, and then that actually research says that's I can't talk like him, by the way, that says, oh, relationships and societies work that way. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. an exchange of value. You hold a value that I find important and wants. Mm-hmm. Right. And thusly, the opposite of that. It's also like an exchange of goods and services. Like think of a mini, a medieval right. fair. <laughs> like a medieval here's fair. Here's my candles. We're a Renaissance fair now. A Renaissance fair. Here are my candles that I made in sand. I will exchange them for your gruel. Like it's an exchange of something that took time and right. matters. And so this is, this is rhetorical. Does a mature, high-functioning, well-integrated couple go... Yes, I agree to that because it's overall better for the entire thing. It's maybe it's kind of like having a business. Like, oh, great! Like I have What's to do the that that you're referencing. I agree. Like, with that. like, What's like that? things like, oh, tax season's coming up, right? I have to do a bunch of hours with Reva on Reva. tax stuff, right? Now, is taxes my zone of genius? Mm-hmm. Going up? Did you say? Mm-hmm. No, I'm just. It's not. I, yeah, right? it's not your zone of genius. Oh, but my kid just came home from school. That for the overall goodness of Studley LLC and all the stuff that we do, I have to do that. Mm-hmm. Understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can't. It would. It would. I. It is not a thing that would be wise of me as a business owner to just be like, farm out. I'll pay somebody eight million dollars to do it. I don't want to know about it. I don't want to think about it. Now, some businesses do that, mm-hmm. but for me and the stage that we're at as business owners, I need to know all of that stuff, mm-hmm. right? As a prudent business owner. So that's not what I want to do, but it's for the overall good. How in marriage, and I'm, and I'm thinking very specifically that, um, and our client was talking about systematizing stuff mm-hmm. too. So what if there's a point to where marriages can cut out all the bullshit, all the stuff that we argue about, all the stuff that we fight about, or this and this and blah, 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 all that stuff and go, let's, let us systematize everything like mm-hmm. a date night no matter what, on a Friday night when the kids are at grandma's is good for our relationship and marriage and everything Mm -hmm. on the whole. Like you almost can't, maybe I'm wrong here, but you can't dispute that having quality one-on-one focus time, no Mm -hmm. phones, no nothing, date night on a regularly scheduled thing, Friday, no matter what, I know Seth is going to take me out or I know Melanie is going to be willing to go out. That cannot be bad for the overall Health and wealth of the marriage. Is that correct? Well, it can be bad if people hate each other. Well, that's all. I, I mean, mean, everything could be bad if you hate each other. Right. right. But <clears throat> given. Okay. Given like. Think, I see what you're saying. Right. Yes. I agree with the concept. Even, even a marriage is like, hey, we're doing coaching with you guys. I hate her. She hates me. But we're willing to do coaching here. What do we do? Mm-hmm. Right. So 
if they're if if we have a growth mindset around it and like yeah i hate you and you hate me but i still want to be married let's go on date nights like i remember when we were going through the real shit and i was like you know the time that i was praying 100 times a day and all the stuff i would take you on date nights like every single friday for maybe a year straight or something like that there were times where I was like, this sucks. This is awkward. I, d- I don't want to be here, right? And there were times when you certainly didn't want to be there. But what happened after time? There were more enjoyable dates than there were crappy dates, right? Mm. So I'm just thinking of the overall, like how can people look at relationships in a different way, drop all the crap and go, oh, wait, this is good for the marriage. It's not what I want to do right now, but this, I know that if I speak to you kindly and very consistent and strong, masculine, you know, energy, whatever, take care of the kids, cook dinner, attune to you. That is good for you. And that is good for the marriage. Mm -hmm. Understand? So if people like, I feel like this is new almost, you know what I'm saying? I know it's not, but I was Mm -hmm. thinking about this too. It's like, there's nothing new under the sun. However, I haven't, well, I have been to Africa, but uh, say if I go to Central Africa, I haven't been to Central Africa before, right? It's been there for eight bazillion years. It is new to me. Therefore, new thoughts, new ideas, new stimuluses, stimuli are coming to me, which will then create new ideas. Mm -hmm. Although the ideas that I come up with probably aren't new under the sun. They are new to me Mm -hmm. and I can do something different with them kind of thing. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I, I think this is exciting, to be honest. Right. And I think that one of the things that you're sort of talking about, but not saying explicitly is that, and this is how I think of it in terms of the coaching sessions and mm-hmm. how, why I was talking about it and how I was talking about it is that at the, at the basic level, it's beneficial for people if they can handle it emotionally to get to the core of our natures as people mm-hmm. and to see the overall system as a whole. Like, you can't have a car that runs if you never put oil in it. You, right. And putting oil in a car is boring unless you love it. Uh, you can't have a car this that runs. so boring watching this liquid go into this hole. <laughs> Some people, you used sucks. to say it was boring to zip your pants and brush your teeth. Remember that when you would do that? When you would say that to me? <laughs> you know what I think is boring? Brushing my teeth. Hey, you know what I think is boring? Zipping my pants. It's very cumbersome. Cool. Uh, but I think it's beneficial for people to separate out their emotionality and the meaning of things. Cause we, we assign meaning to things all the time. That is just not there. It isn't there. And we create it and we think it's true. And then we live from that meaning, which no one else lives from. And then we get ourselves into a world of hurt because we believe other people should believe the belief that we have and live from the meaning that we have assigned ourselves. And then we get mad that they don't. I think we think that my meaning doesn't have meaning unless my meaning is your meaning too. And seen by you. If you don't see, like you told me the other day, I just need you to hear, I just need you to hear what I'm saying. I was like, I freaking hear what you're well, saying. I just true. don't give a shit. Like well, I'm not true. trying to be mean, mm-hmm. but I don't, I can hear you all day long. Uh, here's a perfect example. Some people care deeply about, I don't know, global warming. Some people care deeply about Illuminati. Some people Illuminati care confirmed. a lot about, are aliens real? Or Sasquatch. No, ancient aliens. Ancient aliens, like are show. they real? Shapeshifters, are they real? It's like we got a shapeshifter on our hands. Uh, but like some people care. Oh, geez. That goes on forever. Turn it off. Oh, thank God. Uh, but some people care like deeply about these things and get worried and angry and upset. Get out. Our kid just came in. Hey, kid. 
You can have a jar of peaches. That's perfectly. Take the dog. Shut the door. Take the dog. You're ruining our podcast. You've ruined it all. Scram. Okay, she can stay in here. Just get out. Come on. Um, but this idea that is that good parenting? <laughs> yeah. She can stay. Get out. Get out. Eat the jar of peaches. But um, this idea that people like we live these bizarre lives in our heads that we get angry at other people for not understanding mm-hmm. or not agreeing with. And that is so, I mean, we do it for everything, how we should clean, how we should mm-hmm. parent, how, you know, how I wonder, I wonder if that's a product of like being in your head too much. Well, one of the you things that Jordan Peterson talks about, which I thought was brilliant is he's like, that's what, cause he's a psychologist, right? And right. he's a therapist, a clinical therapist. Mm-hmm. And he's like, People just need to say out loud the crap that's like tumbling around in their head to someone who's just going to listen and not give ideas and not give options and not give answers. AKA therapy. Yes. So he's like, so they can hear themselves say it Mm -hmm. and they can process it and make some kind of meaning from all the words in their head. And I'm like, that is brilliant. Like that is absolute genius because he's like, I don't tell them what to do. I just let them talk long enough to make sense of something. Well, that's one of the powers of journaling. It's like, oh man, I feel like Mm. crap today. Why do I feel like crap today? Well, do I really feel like crap? No, I just slept bad. Oh, when's the last time I slept bad? Oh, 40 days ago. But oftentimes journaling or therapy or also coaching or just talking to a friend about stuff, we typically have the answers but we don't take time to process mm-hmm. through things and talk more. And we don't. And right? what's interesting is that we, at some point, you come to a point where you go, "Oh, I don't have the answer. That's great. I don't need to have the answer." Right. Right. Like, um, I can't remember. It's like a Paul Simon song or some. It's like a million different quotes, but it's like you get to the age where you realize that you don't know anything, and that's mm-hmm. when you know that you've, like, you know that well, you, yes, know, like wisdom, you don't know anything. You, you, what is it? Um you know enough to know that you don't know anything. Yeah, and yes. that's like where wisdom, that's wisdom starts or something. Right. right. Like you don't know and anything could, oh God, now the dog's going to whine. My, my dad's friend, one of my good dad, one of my friends who, sorry, Your one of my good friend's good, dads who oh. I was a friend with him and he, he's in, uh, uh, used to say, um, boy, I've done forgot more than you know yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And he was older, but that was just a, a, a funny Say it thing. like he would say. Well, it's just a, a really Southern accent. Yeah, like, do it. No, I don't. I don't. I as a Southern person, I absolutely hate it. Well, I never forgot more than you know, like that. You don't like that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you don't like that. Maybe it's uh, maybe it's akin to like a typical American person going to London, England, and like trying to use a British accent, and everybody's just going, "What stop, are you doing? Stop. Please, this is don't cringe. No this one is likes cringe. it. I don't mind when you do it because it's funny. And sometimes like you've actually your- said like some Southern accent words just being proxy to me and my family and stuff like that. It's pretty funny. Yeah, it is funny. So listen, I think this is an amazing subject that I really like a lot. And I want to continue talking with you about it on the podcast, obviously, and offline. And guys, if you want to talk more about this uh, on a coaching context, you're like, okay, I want 2022 to hit. 2022 has got to hit. What's up, Zinga? If she barks in that thing, we're going to die. (laughs) We are dead. But anyway. Email us at coaching or hello at anatomyofmarriage.com to get more information about coaching to literally level up your life and to level up your couple's life. And also, guys, men, men here, badass husband mastermind, I promise you, we've had a couple meetings already and it is amazing. The conversations that we're already having in those groups are so powerful and we're going to get to hang out in person 
When you join the group, all you got to do is make it here to Seattle, Washington. Sometime mid-July, I'm paying for everything else. Airbnb, lodging, food, everything. So, badasshusband.com. Um, no. Yeah, yeah. badasshusband.com. Go there. Uh, ladies, if you want your husband to be a true badass, get him to join the group. I promise you, you will thank me for it. Anything else, Mel? I got to go. I got a client. <laughs> dog. Uh, no, I think this is good, and I want to continue this conversation, and um, I think that there's a lot to unpack here and we've j- on- we've only just begun i don't know that song <laughs> anyway you guys thank you so much if you have any questions email us hello at anatomyofmarriage.com remember inquire about coaching set up a call and also for the badass dudes the badass husbands go to badasshusband.com for more information to get in this group all right you'll love it all right guys see you, we'll later. Talk to you later bye bye